0: Hello and welcome to episode four. This is your host, Daniel, your friendly neighborhood Catholic Jew, and you are listening to The Catholic Jew Perspective. Are you ready? Let's go. So this is a topic that I've been really dying to dive into for a long time. Folks, hold on tight because I'm about to take you on a journey. And for today's podcast, we're going to go a little bit different from the previous ones that we've done. This one is a topic that I think it's quite necessary to be spoken about, especially nowadays. And that is the topic of manhood. And I don't mean manhood in particular to a religious sense or in the church, but just manhood in general, like even in society's terms. The reason why I want to talk about this is because, to me, there seems to be a pretty clear attack against manhood and, in turn, on the family. If we look at what many of the mystics, what many of the saints have said in regards to the family, they speak about the fact that the last great war against the people of God would be the war against the family. And this is clear to see. From several organizations, which I won't mention in name, but I already know you could tell who I'm talking about, whose purpose, one of their purposes, is to destruct the nuclear family. Now, there's many other aspects to their organization, but the fact that this is there is enough to tell you that this is an anti-Christian philosophy, And then there is the homosexual agenda. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it because who cares if they try to take this down. I'm not the only one who's speaking out about this, which is good. But I have to throw my two cents into this. If we look clearly at what's going on right now, there seems to be an attack against manhood in regards to what it means to be a man. The direct attack is this so-called toxic masculinity. Right off the bat, let's just call that absolute nonsense. Why is it toxic to be masculine? What traits do they, these people that are pushing this message, what traits are they calling toxic? Is it the whole being strong thing? Is it being the heroic type? The being strong and outspoken and leader type? At least that's what I see. So... Instead of being a strong man, they say, you know, get in feeling get in touch with your feelings, your your feminine side. It's okay to to cry. And yes, I understand that man cry. Sure. But this whole get in touch with your feminine side, I'll pass. Let's continue with this whole soft beta, non-alpha male style of life a.k.a. So- soy boy, as they call it. This whole philosophy embraces the fact that men and women are not so different, that in fact we are the same. So much so that this transfers into the whole transgender ideology, which says that if you think you're a man, then you're a man. If you think you're a woman, then you're a woman. If you like the color pink and you're a boy, you know what, maybe you should, you should get surgery because you're actually, in fact, a woman. If you're a girl that likes to play with mud, then maybe you need to also get surgery and a little bit of hormonal changes, a couple pills here and there, because, hey, guess what? You're a man. This is what is getting pushed in today's society. And for a lot of people, it seems like just another phase, another fad in humanity and in society where it's no big deal, you know, to each their own, as they say. But this is a very dangerous philosophy, and it's also equally as dangerous to portray it as nothing else than just a fad, because the fact of the matter is that this is not a fad, it's an attack. It's an attack on manhood. It's an attack on the family. Women are no longer allowed to be feminine. They are pushed to be like men. What you hear in the news or in magazines or in social media is if you're a woman, you don't need a man. You are just as strong as a man, if not stronger. You are more capable. You could be a CEO, you could be in the military. Don't get me started in the most recent ad by the military trying to be all woke. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you need to go ahead and check out the latest ad by the military, U.S. Army. It's a disgrace. I can't believe that that ad was even published. In any case, even womanhood is being attacked. But the whole womanhood attack, which is actually feminism, is quite ironic because women are supposed to be being told that they're empowered by this movement, that feminism is empowering to women. Yet, what it seems to do is strip women of their womanhood and all those things that make them special, like femininity and motherhood and all of these things that we would traditionally associate to women, and they're made to look as archaic and wrong and suppressive. But that's not the case. All of these beautiful things that make women women are to be valued. Being a mother? Are you kidding me? That's the hardest job that I could think of. Sometimes I'm left alone with my son when my wife is doing something and I have to take care of him. Sure, I, I can do it. But I don't have the patience that she does, especially when he starts crying. And I, you know, I admit that I'm not the most chilled when it comes to temper, but it is a struggle. And even though I try my best, it is tough. So props to all women out there that are doing this. And like I said, being a mother is a tough job. Also, being feminine. Why is that a problem? Like I've seen movements... Pushing for women to not shave, first of all, yuck. Second, come on, really? That also has to be taken away? Women can't even look feminine anymore? Especially nowadays, you know, it it all started with haircuts and then the pants, and it just keeps going on and on and on. I'm not saying I have a problem with pants per se. The whole concept is just trying to remove femininity out of the women's equation, And trying to condemn masculinity from the man's equation. If we don't look at this carefully, we're going to miss it. Because what it's trying to do is say that there is no such thing as a man. There is no such thing as a woman. And in turn, what the heck is a family? Nothing. A family is just something that involves people you like. A.K.A. what used to be called just friendships. But now this is being exchanged. Now, it's not about the nuclear family. It's about just the people that you call family. And don't get me wrong. There are some people that I love, friends that I love, that I consider family. And beyond that, when we talk about the spiritual realm, I have family in Christ, my brothers and sisters in Messiah. But this is not what I'm talking about. I am talking about the fact that the family structure is being attacked and no one seems to bat an eye when we see all these things in the media. Okay, so enough of the complaint. What are we going to do about this? My suggestion is to stop using the terminology that these folks are using. Toxic masculinity doesn't exist. Feminism, let's not even use it. Women are valuable. Yes, they are to be respected and they can be strong. But the whole concept of this movement is not to push for equality, at least not anymore, it's to say that men and women are 100% equal in every sense. When we know by science, yes, science, that this is not the case. Psychology also proves this is not the case. And this is not something bad. That's the problem. So we need to stop thinking in those terms. The next thing to do is to educate our children. If you're a man, stick with your family. Don't be a coward. Don't run away. Fight through the problems that you may be facing in your marriage. Be a man. Be a father to your children. Be an example to your sons and teach them how to be strong, responsible, Caring, protective, and providing men. For women, teach your daughters to be women. Caring, nurturing, also strong. But also remembering to respect this hierarchy that was established by God himself, where it's God, the man, and then the woman. This structure has nothing to do with putting women down. Understanding it in that way is understanding it through the lens that is being pushed by today's society. The fact that the man is the head of the household doesn't make the man a it doesn't make the man a monarch and a tyrant in the household. It just means that he is the main provider, the one that protects the family, the one that makes the final decisions. But it makes it fact that the woman is there also valuable, valuable because she is the supporting structure of the family. She's the one that educates her children at home. She is the one that has her things in order. Just look at the book of Proverbs to see how it describes women in Proverbs 31. Now, another thing that we can do to combat this whole twisted ideology that is getting pushed nowadays is to go back to the biblical way of looking at things. If we are trying to be woke, trying to be hip with today's society, we are going to fail in the mission of sustaining the family because that's not what's being taught. It's The, the opposite is what is being taught. Now, how do we do that? The way that we do that is by getting close to God through prayer, looking at the scriptures, looking at what the church teaches. What does the catechism tell us about the family structure? Another place that we can look at is abortion. Abortion is also a very clear destruction of the family as it is the ending of the life of a child. So how do we combat this? Instead of using terminology such as anti-abortion, we could say things that are quite strong and graphic like anti-baby killing or anti-murder of babies. Instead of pro-life, we can say pro-babies being born. Just say what it is instead of beating around the bush with these euthanizing terminology that makes things soft. We need to be graphic in the way that we express things as well. I don't mean vulgar, I mean explicit. I mean speaking in a way that our yes means yes and our no means no, and that when we define words, they are clear. Because this is another thing that is happening nowadays. Terminology is getting bent forwards and backwards, and now the words don't seem to have the same meaning that they used to. So for us to be able to fight against this, what we need to do is be strong with our words, and I mean being decisive, being explicit, being truthful. If we use a terminology that is being used now, I'll give you another example. Like women right now, when there is a mother situation, they call them breastfeeding parent, or chest, rather, chest feeding parent. What in the world is that? It's a mom, and she lactates, and she gives milk to her babies. Like, I don't know why this has to be such an issue. And there's other aspects, other terms that get twisted around, but these are just some that I want you to consider. One more tool that I'm going to give you in regards to fighting this whole thing is praying the rosary. As the rosary was given, to be able to fight against heresies, this destruction of the family is an attack against God and the Trinity. So how do we fight that heresy? With the rosary, and we pray the rosary every single day. All right, folks, I hope that this topic was not too crazy for you. I hope that you were able to enjoy it, even though it's a little bit different than what we're used to talking about in our typical podcasts. Again, this is your host, Daniel. You've been listening to The Catholic Jew Perspective. I hope you all have a blessed week. Shalom.